There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Netflix. Yeah. Today's the day that Netflix sends out its final DVDs. And I, I can't I, believe they're still doing it. I, I didn't uh, realize I, they were. I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> I guess fewer than a million subscribers held on this long. They only have five distribution centers left. That's in it. California, Texas, Georgia, and New Jersey. Yeah, they used to have them all over the country. That's why that's why the delivery was usually like within a day. Yeah. Like you'd you know, you'd order it online and it would show up in your mailbox literally the next day. You used to I can remember when it first came out. You loved it. You used it. It felt like a lot. Yeah, because before streaming you, you just had so much flexibility. They're like, they'd let you keep up to three titles indefinitely. Yeah. And let's say you only had time to watch one or two. You would just return the one or two, so you could, and then they would replace it with new titles. So you, could, you, could, you would always be in possession of three titles as long as you paid the monthly subscription. And so it was a monthly subscription. It wasn't like you could keep one for six months. And you could you, keep it for and six it didn't, months. And they didn't charge you... It wasn't like checking out a library book and you had to charge by how long you kept it. Right. You right. had a subscription and just would have X amount. Yep. You would pay for a subscription of three monthly or six monthly or 10 monthly and you would choose it that way. And then. Yeah. I, they I would feel like the maximum was three. You know, they, in they, a month or at a time? At a time. Okay. Yeah. That was the beauty of it is that the only limit was how many you could hold on to at one time. Gotcha. All right. And. There are some people, I guess, who just kept doing it that way. I mean, before streaming, that's all people did. And then streaming came along, and I guess some people have been slow to convert. But those people, those few people who refuse to quit their plans, get to keep whatever comes their way with this last mail out oh, that's that happens good. today. And some subscribers <laughs> have chosen to receive. 10 discs as a parting gift. Oh, wow. Yeah, because what are they going to do with all these? <laughs> They're shutting it down. What are they going to do with all these DVDs? That's the thing, though. This is your award for having a DVD for player in still. There. <laughs> yes, for hanging in there all these years. Yeah, we, we have a DVD player, but it's never on. We never use it. And I went out and I bought one of those conversion things. Like, it's a, it's a DVD 
VCR kind of thing. And the idea is that you could you could transfer your old VHS tapes, like old home movies, onto DVD. Okay. And so I bought this thing at H.H. Gregg. When they were going out of business, they had like yeah. some massive going out of business clearance sale. Yeah. So I got this thing for next to nothing, <laughs> and I never opened the box. Oh, it's still in the box? It's still in the box. <laughs> and That's funny. So I went on eBay, oh, and nice. there's a handful of them out there, and they're listing for like anywhere from $450 to $700. Oh, my God. Wow. But they're just sitting there. It's not like they're moving. You know, yeah. nobody, yeah. most people don't have any high demand. use for it. Oh, that's funny. But I did put it up on eBay just because I don't... Have you had any hits? No. Anybody no. make an offer? No. <laughs> I do still have one in the car. And I think, like, occasionally... You have a DVD player in the car? Yeah. Oh, oh like, oh, like a factory. Yeah. yeah. She has a child. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and we don't hardly ever use it because, you know, you can get hotspots in your car. You can usually stream in your car. Yeah. But every now and then, like, when we go to eastern Kentucky, when we don't have great reception in the mountains, I have two DVDs in the car still. One of them is... Um, the Lion King from actual Disney, like yeah. the movie that the animated from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And then the other is like a collab. Um, it's like a, a Mickey Mouse haunted house and Christmas DVD. So you either watch Halloween or Christmas, but that's it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I thought about like transferring all those old videotapes and I probably will have like one of those professional services do it just because it's it's hours and hours of stuff. And a lot of those VHS tapes, you know, none of them have labels. So for all I know, it could have been me taping a news story or something. So there's probably a lot of crap on there that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I just don't have the patience to go through it all. So. Yes, yeah, and that off, dude. But uh, at its peak, the DVD service at one time had 20 million subscribers and a library of more than 100,000 titles. Wow. And the very first DVD Netflix shipped in 1998 was Beetlejuice. <laughs> I can't imagine what their inventory must look like, how many DVDs they have. All right. Probably oh, yeah. each of the million subscribers is probably each getting 10. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right, so Arnold Schwarzenegger was not afraid to raise his children with a little tough love, and he's telling stories now. He says when his daughter Catherine was little, she would leave her shoes in front of the fireplace. After he already warned her twice, he burned them in front of her. What? He threw them in the fire. What a... Ugh. Not only did she never do it again, but she now shares that story with her three-year-old daughter. That kind of parenting is... Interesting. Too to much, me. too much for you. It's a bit extreme. Arnold also says when his son Patrick was nine and wouldn't make his bed, he threw it out the window. <laughs> bed sheets, pillows, and all. It must be nice to have that kind of money where you can parent just, like that. Yeah, just burn their clothing items and wait, you trash a mattress. Right. He told him, Don't ever make someone come in and clean your room, clean your shower, or make your bed because I taught you how to make the bed. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's aggressive. It is, isn't it? Well, yeah. but then, you know, the kids are like, hey, I learned. Yeah, I did, uh -huh. you know. Right. Uh, I'd rather him do something like that than hit him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or spank him, you know. Yeah, but man, burning the bed. I throw the bed <laughs> out the window. I love you very much. Jesus. <laughs> I'm doing this for your own good. He did it with a smile. Yes. Uh, a few days ago, Britney Spears posted a video where she's dancing with knives. A lot of people have been talking about this. Uh, very, it's many unsettling. People very upset and disturbed by watching this. Very concerned for her 
mental health once again. In the caption, she claimed they weren't real. But as you hear the metal clanking, it is pretty obvious or seemingly obvious to a lot of people that they are just well, based yeah. on the sound they make when she bangs them together. Well, and we, I brought, so I don't remember what day it was, but I showed you guys. I was like, look at this. And I remember Jeff being like, those are real knives. Yeah, that was Unless, the day before you know, yesterday. Some, some kind of prop knife, you know, Hollywood can make anything look. Well, that's what she's saying they and are. she's saying they're. She's saying they rented knife. it from one of those prop places in LA. So maybe they're just very blunt, but. Uh, it concerned enough people about her welfare that they called the cops. And one of those people actually was a cop. And he'd done a welfare check on Brittany before. So police did show up to check on Brittany. They talked to her security who said she's fine, but didn't want to talk to them. So, you know, there was nothing they could do. They just left at that point. And then Brittany took to Instagram and went into a long explanation about how it's one of her kids' knives that they rented from a prop shop. And... That uh, supposedly they're not dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I could see like if it's thicker, you know, on screen, it could probably look like a very sharp knife that could kill you. But mm -hmm. uh, if it is like one of those blunt edges yeah. that from a distance you can't tell. Right. Still, that right. little dog that was so within close. the vicinity is so close still dogs. concerns me because yes. if he gets hit by it, it's still going to it's gonna cause do. some damage. Yes. <sighs> I don't know. Brittany. All right. Exorcist Believer was supposed to hit theaters on Friday the 13th, but then Taylor Swift decided to release her heiress to her concert film on that same day. So the Exorcist people caved and switched their movie to October 6th. That was a good move. Producer Jason Bloom says, obviously, we moved off that date and we bowed our head to Taylor Swift. Yeah. But before they conceded, they considered <laughs> another strategy, and it's actually kind of brilliant. They were going to lean into the shared release date and try to make Exer Swift happen. It would have failed. Oh, Do you remember yeah. Barbenheimer? Uh, yeah. yeah. People were seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same day. Right. So. <laughs> but you have, but, but the other movie has to be somewhat epic. Well, some people would argue. I know. <laughs> but I, I just kind of feel like it's two different audiences. Don't you think? I don't know. Well, so is Barbie and Oppenheimer. But I, I guess, like, the argument that I'm making here is that Oppenheimer was was not as big, but it, it had enough gravitas that it could give Barbie a run for its money. I don't know that the exorcist Just, believer would yeah. have come anywhere near as close as Oppenheimer did to Barbie. Yeah. What about, like, teenagers that love to be scared? Like, a lot yeah. of times during this time of year, people like to go to scary movies because of all of the Halloween feels. It's a good argument. I don't, I don't I'm sure it came up. Yeah. Yeah. But I doubt it. I would not. Yeah, I don't remember how much the last really scary movie made at the box office, how big of a hit it was, how many people actually go see those films. Well, that those Jordan Peele movies get a lot of money. He's nope. the one that did Nope, and that made a ton yeah. of money. Yeah. And he did the other one, too. <sighs> It also had one word title. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. That was a huge hit, too. The one that you saw. Yeah, I saw it. It was uh, good. I yeah, forget. I forget the title. Yep. Mm. But that was a good one, too. All right. By the way, Miss Congeniality isn't oh. just a silly movie anymore. With Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sandra Bullock starred in the movie. And, uh, you know, it's from a, it's from a 
a title, like an award that they would give beauty contestants back yeah, in the day. the friendliest one, the one that made the most friends, the one that got along with everybody. She was always so nice and pleasant. And That's right. I just like her. Everybody likes her. Oh, yeah. That was the year Jen won Miss Congeniality right. in the blah, 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 blah fair. Yes. <laughs> the corn fair. Right. <laughs> Fulton County Fair. Yeah. No, actually, I never was in the Fulton County Fair pageant, but I was in the Miss Cuba pageant. Weren't you the corn princess a time or two? Nope. <laughs> well, but we had a pork queen. Well, no, that's here, isn't it? There's a woman by the name of Candace Canabal who will represent Arizona in the Miss USA pageant tonight, which will make her the competition's first law enforcement officer. Now, this woman is a hostage negotiator on the SWAT team in Tempe, Arizona. But unlike Sandra Bullock's character in the movie, she's not undercover. Or at least that's what she says. But if she was, well, then why would she admit it? I really, really want to spread the message that you can be both. You can do anything and be anything that you want to be. They were such strong and beautiful and accomplished women. They come natural to me because showing empathy to people in distress is something I've always done. Yeah, she went on to say, when I'm in my police uniform, I'm empowered to help people. And when I'm in my sash and crown, I'm empowered to help people. And so I'm doing the same job, just yeah. in a different uniform. Huh. Yeah. And... By the way, she posted on social media saying that she'd love to meet Sandra Bullock. So maybe yeah. she'll have that opportunity. Who wouldn't? Sandra's cool. Yeah. All right. The 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony takes place in a little over a month. It happens on November 3rd. Performers for the evening, they've been announced. Sheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. And Willie Shaka Nelson. Khan. I know. Also, be Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Wow. Also going to be performances from Elton John, Her, Brandy Carlisle, Chris Stapleton, Dave Matthews, New Edition, and St. Right. Vincent. Oh, that's funny. We don't know if they're going to be performing alongside or as a tribute to an inductee. We don't know exactly what's going on there. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, you know, I've, that would be... A, my, my best friend went... To the induction when Pearl Jam. She's like a massive, insane Pearl Jam fan. And she went to the induction ceremony when they were inducted. And she said it was the most mind-blowing concert experience that she's ever had. Just because of the amazing artists that were. so many people show up for I it. I mean, my God, it's one yeah. concert. Yeah, you're, you're, getting, you're getting Cheryl Crow and Willie Nelson and Elton John. And is Chris it free? Stableton. Like, is it just out oh, to the public? God, no. Oh, yeah. She paid out the yin-yang oh, for yeah. those tickets. Gotcha. But, you know, it was a, a pipe dream. I thought it was like a, everybody just shows up at the no. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it's on like that big plaza. There's like a lot of area around them. Yeah. No. I had no idea. Yeah. Cardi B was on Hot Ones and was asked about recording clean versions of her songs uh -huh. so that they can be played on the radio. Because if you've ever had like, if you've ever heard an original Cardi B song, song then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, it would never get played on That'd the make radio. Make a sailor blush. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to what she compares it to. Though. What's it like to record a clean for radio version of a Cardi it's song? Annoying. Like, yeah, yeah. So annoying. Like, how upset is that? You know, like my new song, I'd be like, Eat this. 
plum. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you know, I'm doing the clean version, and it's like, baby, eat these peaches and plums. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so corny. Like, that sounds like kids, Bob, but I have no choice. So, baby, eat these peaches and plums. <laughs> you want to be played on the radio. You, yeah. That's unfortunately what you got to do. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. You missed it yesterday. George Carlin did a great bit back in the day about what you could and could not say on the radio, which you've heard him list like all the words you can't say. Yeah. Um, but leading up, he, he made some good points about like what you can and cannot say on radio and television uh -huh. versus protected free speech. That was the rhetoric of the 1980 campaign. We'll get government off your backs and out of your lives. Yeah, but they still want to tell you what rock lyrics you can listen to, and they still want to tell you what you can say on the radio. The FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, decided all by itself that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the free speech provisions of the First Amendment to the Constitution. I'd like to repeat that because it sounds vaguely important. <laughs> The FCC, an appointed body, not elected, answerable only to the president, decided on its own that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the First Amendment to the Constitution. And why did they decide that? Because they got a letter from a minister in Mississippi. <laughs> a Reverend Donald Wildman in Mississippi heard something on the radio that he didn't like. Well, Reverend, did anyone ever tell you there are two knobs on the radio? <laughs> But hey, Reverend, there are two knobs on the radio. One of them turns the radio off, and the other one changes the station. <laughs> it's called freedom of choice, and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon. Look it up in the library, Reverend, if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books. <laughs> Classic, late great George Carlin. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we got brand new In Sync. Can you believe it? I know. It's about damn time. It's called Better Place, and I think the lyrics are pretty clean. <laughs> it's all straight ahead next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. song they were dancing to on The Golden Bachelor last night. Uh, yeah. They were. They, they did were a, dancing? Yes, they yeah. did a little oh, dance to your little everything. everything. Well, How was it? It started out... Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I only saw bits and pieces of it because we were into something else and Kristen didn't have any interest. So in between those times where we would like pause something and we'd stop it or we'd, you know, go to grab dinner, 
it would be on. And there were these moments where I saw like one woman who came up to him, kind of slinks up to him and says, you know what I have on underneath this? Oh. My birthday suit. <laughs> oh, Want to see? And that's no. when they cut the commercial. Well, and then that's were, what she did when she got out of the limo? Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then there was another moment uh, that I caught where he's, you know, he's having a one-on-one with with this lady, this seemingly nice woman, and they dance. She likes okay. to dance. And so they're dancing to this song, and then all the other women hear it, and they come in, and they join in, and it's a big dance party. But the funny thing is, it's such a train wreck because he's kind of a dork, uh-huh. and he has no skills whatsoever, no sense of rhythm. <laughs> Some of the women do. Yeah. Um, but it's such a bleep show that I think... ABC has tapped into something here. Yeah. My only fear is that no one's going to give it a chance because it's it's an older guy. Yeah. They, I it's don't not know. As sexy. But it's a train wreck. But it's yeah. also pulling on all of the heartstrings. So I watched, I was flipping back and forth between that and the football game because, um, so the, what Jeff was talking about, the lady in the birthday suit, so she doesn't end up like taking her clothes off. She just comes up and was like, well, it's my birthday today. Okay. So that's why I'm on my birthday suit. Okay. You know, cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the women on there is like a professional choreographer and dancer who used to date Prince, okay. which I found very interesting. That is interesting. Um, but the sad thing is, is that he, I, sh- I, can't, I shouldn't say the sad thing. It just feels like it's going to be a sad show. Because they talking a lot about his wife. Well, yeah, and the women talk about how they're like because they they, lost, they show like a recap episode. Like, well, here's what's coming up this season on The Bachelor, and a lot of them talk about how they lost their partner. So I think that's going to be the thing that women really are like, oh my, really gosh, respond to, made, yeah. yeah. Because he talks about how he lost his wife. Because remember, we had all these questions, and she he was talked, his high school sweetheart. Yes, wasn't and they were married forever. for like forty two years, and they end up both retiring, buying their dream home mm-hmm. and they move in on like June 6th or something like that and she ends up not feeling well turns out she has some sort of like bacteria infection and she passes away by like July 8th oh my god with like, like a it's month like weeks wow. yes like he and he's telling the story about how he took her to the emergency room because he was like listen we're going and then she ends up never leaving the wow. hospital yeah. I mean I know I'm like that's getting awful. upset thinking about it now but I that's think awful. that's gonna be the part that that a, women really yes. respond to. And the men, you know, the few men who watch it will be thinking, if I'm 70, if I'm a 72 chance. year old man <laughs> of means, there's no way I'm walking down the aisle. At the end of this? Oh, Not yeah, without no, a without really tight time. prenup. Prenup that all yeah. the women yeah. probably signed before they even got on the show. Yeah. I bet they had to sign something. Is this like, guy insane? Yeah. I do think he's going to find love though, because the thing that kind of, they, like they kind of foreshadow is like everyone in this house is looking for the relationship. The end of like this is going to be how we end our days together. Yeah, like this is our last yes. day. Yeah. Yes. This is it. So it makes it foreshadow like this is serious. That like they, it gets serious with a lot of people and they also, Jen, he, um, they ended like that recap part of it or like that look forward part of it with him being bawling, going, I can't do this, I'm done. And he gets up and walks out. 
Well, every season has to have at least one episode where they say, stop, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. The most dramatic rose off. ceremony right. ever. Yes. It's the most dramatic ceremony. <laughs> but it's the, the most women, dramatic episode. Are the women behaving like the women on the regular Bachelor do? I mean, are you seeing the same kind of... Yeah, they're of, just older. Yeah, they're just the, they'll, be, the begging for There'll be the good guys and, and the bad yeah. guys like any of them. Yeah, like, it did feel like when they were doing the cocktail hour that there was a bit more unity amongst the older women than some of the younger ones sometimes. Yeah. But the cattiness is coming. The cattiness is just a little more veiled yeah. because they're yes. older and they're yes. better at seasoned. hiding it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're better they're, at hiding their it. Their passive aggressiveness yeah. is very seasoned. You are so right. But <laughs> I, I think the ABC's tapped into something. When I first heard it, it... it, it it didn't sound like anything that would interest me or I just thought it would be a tough sell for the 18 to 49s. But yeah. now I'm watching. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> they, may, they may be on to something here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.